up, y'all? This is uh, Chris Spencer, and you're listening to Minivan Man. I'm here with the very funny Al Madrigal, the very funny Maz Jobrani, and we have a guest who's back. His name is Bill Burr. Hey, Bill Burr. How are you guys? I'm surprised you had me back after that last episode. <laughs> you know, it was I great. People loved it. They got a lot of like good it? feedback. We got a lot of I great wasn't feedback. sure. I, I, was, I was wondering. It's so. actually one of our more popular. Yeah, you guys are looking good, man. You guys <laughs> have an age that's a second. We're it's still amazing. married, too. Yeah. Well, yeah you, did you get married or no? <laughs> <laughs> still, we're still working on it. Haven't bought a house or anything. You know, a lot of the stuff is still the same. Yeah. Okay. Since the last one. It's been uh, a, while. a while. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks to everybody that's coming out and seeing. It's like going out and supporting Bill because he's said that a lot of people are coming up to him and saying minivan men. Yeah. And, oh, uh, and all these new listeners on my podcast. Yeah, it's amazing. I caused a couple of divorces, but I think it's a good thing. <laughs> that's how okay. we roll. Well, listen to both of us. So we want to talk to you about, uh, you, 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 haven't, you don't have any kids yet? Uh, no. No, I don't. Uh, well, a lot of us have should had get a tax break for that, by the way. A lot of us have had different experiences being in the uh, the room with the uh, with our wives having kids. Uh, I remember you mentioning that there's no way in hell you would be there. No, I've already had that argument with my girl. I was just telling her I'm not going to be in there. There's Why no reason because I'm not going in there and getting yelled at. Because that's have to go basically to the birthing classes. Though. Huh? You have to go to the classes before. See, you don't. <laughs> you don't have to do any of this. This whole thing, like this whole fear that guys have. With the woman you're with. I remember one time my girl, she tried to drag me to this birthday party. And it, it was with, with this, it had like this, uh, what the hell was it? This 1940s theme. Like every chick there was going to dress like they were in the Andrews Sisters. And I was supposed to go there like with, I don't know, with what? Dress like Count Basie or something. I don't know what was supposed to happen. <laughs> so she goes, do you want to go? And I was like, no, I don't. She's like, hey, you don't want to go. I was like, I, that doesn't sound like fun. I don't want to go. And we had this big fight, and she kept trying to spin it. She, finally, she said to the girl, she goes, she's a friend of yours. And I go, no, she isn't. She's your friend. I was sick last week. She didn't call. She didn't even know I was sick. The only time I see this person is when I'm with you. You hate sports. I would never drag you to a sporting event. I'm not going. And somewhere along the line, I made her laugh, and she just laughed, and we, just, we ended up negotiating. I said, look, the NBA finals are on that night. Okay, I need to be out of there by like 6.30. I'll, I'll take you there so you don't walk in alone. And I'm walking out at 6.30 to, to, and I don't want to hear anything about it. She said, fine, that's cool. So I went there. We had a good time. Everyone's dressed like a zero. And I'm sitting there dressed <laughs> like I shopped at the Gap. So everyone immediately doesn't like me because I'm not playing along. And then at 6.30, I left. And I said to the guys, yeah, I'm out of here. They go, where are you going? I go, I'm going to go watch the NBA Finals. And they literally look at me like, how did you do that? Right. Yeah. It's like, can your wife beat you up? Like, what is she going to do to you? Other than huff and puff and be be miserable. It's a cultural thing because I I went through the whole class thing, but like, I don't, I I don't think I learned anything. My wife didn't remember anything. In the end, we ended up hiring the teacher who was the doula. We hired her to come and do the breathing with my wife. That didn't work out. I got yelled at. My mother-in-law got yelled at. And the only person that was able to hang out with my wife was the doula. And then after all of that, she ended up having a C-section. So it ended up being stupid anyway. Yeah. Ridiculous. But, but what's interesting, the reason I say it's culture is interesting because I've, I do shows in the Middle East sometimes. And the men in the Middle East are still of that culture of like, why are you? Like, I was, why are you? You're not a doctor. Yeah. What are you going to do? I was, it's like, I was get, doing a, get I, out of the way. I was doing a show in Dubai like two weeks before my son was due or three weeks or so. And I told them as part of the contract that said, listen, if the boy, if she goes into labor, if we, but boy's coming, I'm flying out. I'm not going to do the show. And this like young Jordanian dude, like in his mid-20s, was driving me to the show. And he's like, so Maz, you need to be back for the 
for the for the birth. I'm like, yeah. He's like, but you are a man. Like, <laughs> what yeah. the hell are you doing? Like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, the man. What, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Exactly. And for a second, I was like, he's totally right. I was like, yeah. I'm such a whip. Like, you know, what am I going to do? But you, I mean, also, I wanted to be there for the birth of my, yeah, and you yeah, do. Yeah, but you, you can be one room away. You're like, right. I had a buddy of mine. He was in there. He fainted. Yeah. Now the doctor's got two patients. The whole thing yeah. is stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. You, you don't yeah. need to be in there. And all these guys who, who've given in. I, I've already had this argument. I'm not even married yet. I just brought it up one time. She was just like, I don't know what she said. I was like, I'm not going to be in there. She's like, what do you mean? I was like, I'm going to be out in the waiting room. Cigars like I'm supposed to. Yeah. One with little light blue bands, one with light pink ones. That's what I'm going to be doing. I had horrible experiences both time, uh, both times. I, first of all, I went to the, and I've told this story on this podcast, but I went to the birthing class and I was doing so much other stuff. I was doing stand-up sketch, working 70 hours per week, and I was just exhausted, fell asleep on the floor in the birthing class. So my wife just hated me for that because all these other dads... Because like that meant you didn't care, not yeah, that you exactly. were working real so, hard. Right. No, <laughs> exactly. And so then I was in trouble for that. And then when I went to the actual, and this is horrible, but we had our baby, California Pacific Medical Center in San Francisco, had the baby at changes, shift. So that means all the nurses that were working all night long got off at 6 a.m. and went to Philadelphia. So the, our baby was born exactly at that time. So they gave us the baby who was three and a half weeks premature, which is technically not premature, right. and put him on my wife's nipple, and he stopped breathing. And I went running out of the room for a good, a, a good amount of time. So I went running out of the room going, help, help, I need help. And they oh all came God. running in, and our baby was in intensive care. For a, a long time, I raised hell. I was in people's face screaming. You know, I get fired up on a heckler. You can imagine someone who almost yeah. kills my son. And so I am just letting people have it and uh, dressing down all the physicians that's, that are that's in That's a room. really crazy yeah. policy to have everybody go home at the same time. Well, no, they have everybody fill out their paperwork for the course of the night. So it's almost like a cop that writes a traffic ticket or anything like that. They have to fill out all the paperwork that's associated with that evening's, you know, the whatever like trying happened to get a cab at like 4.15 night. in New York. Yeah, exactly. It's and they tend to be, a lot of times nurses, hospital workers, tend to be pretty casual about it all. Because they've seen so many yes. who are doing five a night, yeah, and they're just, put just the kill here, on the boob, let's get out of here. Exactly. And and meanwhile, you have no idea if this thing is breathing, <laughs> and I just flipped out. And then the second time, I'm my wife decides she's going to go through and not get an epidural, so she does it naturally Oof. and does no drugs. And it, she it was one of the biggest mistakes of her entire life, and she will tell you that. Because once it starts, you can't— She couldn't get yeah, it at it that point. point. She wanted like to, late. but it was too late for the drugs because oh, they'll block, God. they'll do a pain block. So she said, let me give it a shot and see if I can get through this. Well, she was a big mistake for her, and she'll admit to that. And she thought and it was too late. And so I'm petting her head. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes. That's all you remember. You get the hell away from me. <laughs> Don't touch me. She didn't have any drugs. And looked at me, and she goes, what the F do you think you're doing? I'm going to kick your You know, she was just, and I knew that she was doing without drugs. So it's like, whatever. I'll go stand because I didn't really want to be in there either. I don't yeah. want to be in there. You just you're in the way. Yeah, I I don't know. Um, it, it's it's. Ridiculous. I had to be there. Yeah, you have to. You're, you. So you really think you're going to get away with not being in there? I don't know because no, because you guys all gave into it. 
It's one of those things. It's like the industry. When they give you that horrific contract, you're like, what are you out of your mind? I'm not signing. It's, well, this is the standard deal. Yeah. This is what we offer everybody because everybody else accepts it. You get lost in the wash. There's no reason for you to be in there. It's, it's a medical procedure. I know it's – What is it really that bad that you're going to miss – like what are you going to miss, seven, the first 17 minutes? I mean – no, you know, part of it is like, I mean, I, you're right. I mean, I didn't think twice about it. And I think part of it is, again, the cultural thing. Like, I, I, I talk about how a lot of times people say we had a baby. Like, they want you to be a part of it. And I think that women have bought into it, too, where they're like, we need to do this together. And you're right. Like, Well, then where, where, where was their give back? What horrific thing do we have to do that they, that they are now accompanying us with? See, we just, we've given away so much real estate. It, it's ridiculous. I actually saw there was an article doing a bit about this there was an article on the cover of time magazine it says why do so many rich famous powerful men act like absolute pigs and the article was written by a woman it's like how would you know like i would never write an article called the third trimester and what what to expect i have no idea what that is like yeah <laughs> but the overcorrection of it is it's it's gotten to the point where guys are reading articles written by a woman Telling us why we cheat, why we screw around. And the whole thing was, it was ridiculous. She, the whole thing I had to do with like, oh, they feel entitled. It's like, no, they, they aren't. They, they now have the opportunity. Well, that's what it, really is, is what, what it is. this show is sort of all about is because we do have, and especially with the fact that, you know, Persian, African-American, Mexican, you know, Sicilian, I have all these old school, I'm not going to be involved with any of this stuff mm -hmm. uh, in terms of the, the birth or birthday taking parties. Kid birthday parties and stuff like yeah, that. I'm not saying that. Look, no, it, no, no, no. But that's how I have those thoughts, and we all do. But we want to be involved at the same time, so we're sort of torn. We have this sort of modern, this obligation that comes along with this modern woman and the, the the culture that is established amongst her peers. You all feel obligated because of that, and so that's what the women will do to you exactly what they don't want done to them if you let them. And that's basically it. And they will take advantage. Like, I just feel like they're packaging that whole thing in is if you don't do all of these things, all their demands that you then get put into, oh, you're misogynistic, you're chauvinistic right. and all of that. And if you just, you know, challenge a couple of them, there's really not a strong argument. Well, the thing is, you have to do it early. Some of this. Just like the stuff you said with the kids. But Your listeners the, hate me right now, by the way. No, no, no. no, no. The reasons we do it is also so we can have peace in our house. Like... There's nothing worse than having that bad energy in the house. She's holding she... you hostage with her emotions. Yes. What yes. is she really doing? She's walking around going, <sighs> let her. Hmm. I, I just, Easier I, said than done. Happy wife. But I don't give her everything. I, is it because I don't have kids? Because I've been able to, to tease my girl out of that. I'll just make the noises louder and I'll do it right in her ear. And if she tries to act mad, I just pick her up. And you can't be mad when your feet aren't touching the floor. You just sort of shake him a little bit. It was a she little baby. Yeah, you can't. And she tries to break out of it. I try to. No, this is, this, this is the key to getting away with that. When you are wrong, you have to admit it and be like, you know what? I was absolutely wrong. You're 100% right. I'm going to work on that. Because then that gives you credibility. Because if you always fight them, then you, you're just, you're just uh, I can't say the word, you know, right. you're a jerk, right. all right? But if you actually admit when you are wrong, then you establish credibility. So then when you're actually saying, listen, you're just being... Well, that's a whole other... Can we talk about that next, the, the fighting of it all? Because, all right, uh, we're going to take a little break. Yeah. And when we get back, uh, we shall talk about that, Bill Burr. You unmarried, uh, very happy, happy young man. man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Learn how to play guitar. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> 
Hey guys, uh, thank you very much for listening. I uh, just want to tell you quickly about iTunes. Some people have been very nice and given us great uh, comments on there and ratings. But if you have not, please go on there and do that. That'd be great to inspire other people to listen to the Minivan Men podcast. I also encourage you to subscribe officially on iTunes. And please also drop us a line. Thank you very much. We are back, and we're still with our favorite guest, Bill Burr, who's going to talk to us about misandry. Misandryism. <laughs> no, we were actually just laughing during the break because I was talking about misogynistic, and I know, I know, I was like, I know there's a word for it when females hate guys, but it's just never thrown out there. I always forget the word, misandry. I didn't even know. A lot, we, I, we I, ought I to look it lot, up. A lot of commercials whenever they show a married couple. Oh yeah, have you seen that commercial? There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a guy eating some cereal. And the lady comes in, and he makes some joke, and then she kind of, he, he, you know, he's just like, he's kind of being nice about it. He makes some joke, and then she's like, oh, come on, really? Or she's, it, it's, it makes the guy look like such an idiot, because he just kind of goes like, hmm. And I was watching with my wife, and my, even my wife was like, that's the most, that's the worst commercial in the yeah. world. So misandrinistic. So misandrinistic. <laughs> you know what's funny? The worst one I saw was the one where the, the, the wife was doing something on the computer, getting the business ready, and the guy's in the backyard through the window, and he looks up and he sees a beehive, and he's got his face up to it. By the end of it, he literally has like a mop handle, and he's sticking it in, into, the, into the beehive and gets, getting all stung, and then she looks at him like, he's an idiot, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. solves all the problems. And it's just like if you flip that around, yeah. And I'm not, obviously there's tons of uh, misogynistic stuff out there, but like that, but it gets complained. we don't see them. It gets complained about. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. If you had something like with a, with a wife doing something like, and the guy being like, right. what an airhead, stupid idiot. Yeah. Well, you're right. You and then you get people writing into Tide, going like, how dare you portray us? Right. Maybe that's airheads. what our problem is. Is we never when, when there was the pushback of feminism, which had to happen because it was ridiculous. They were in the Stone Age. But then it, it's it's there's been like an overcorrection where they kind of need you need we need to push back like ten percent yeah, and we never we never write we never write letters like we never get together like as guys will watch it be like what a stupid right what a stupid commercial but if we yeah. got together and wrote letters to that to the to the B commercial you get teased by all your guy yeah, friends yeah, what the hell you, you doing sitting there writing yeah. a letter yeah, yeah, you're yeah. gonna join a group when are you gonna wear an apron you get yeah. all that type of crap. Yeah. The Carl's Jr. commercials were great, too, when those came out where they just had some idiot and he wanted to make guacamole and he was holding an avocado, and he'd just look at a blender, and oh, yeah. he'd look at the avocado, and then he'd look at the blender. It's, like, it's so retarded to be thinking, like, oh, my God, yeah, this yeah. guy is not capable <laughs> of doing anything for himself, and he doesn't know that you'd have to find a ripe avocado to peel open and just mash up. Just stupid. Make, yeah. Because, yeah. And also, like, if you know, look at all these top chef, this chef, that chef. It's a bunch of dudes cooking. So you're telling me this guy doesn't know how to cook? <laughs> well, my wife loves well, you to do Google that. it. You Google it. My wife loves nothing more than when people come over, is throwing me under the bus a little bit about a couple things, like when in the kitchen, you know, I can I can handle the barbecue a little bit, but for years, I you know, I had um, I had this Weber back there with uh, it with the bottom rusted. And so I couldn't regulate my heat, you know, and I couldn't right. shut it down. So it was, I cooked hot and right. it was a crapshoot a lot of the times. So a lot of bad stuff came off that barbecue. Well, she reminded every single person that walked in that door 
that I was a shoddy barbecuer, and that was just like a jab. Is she a good cook? And I, she's a fantastic. No, because because that's a really manly thing too. You you just that's one of those things you're just supposed to know as a guy. Supposed to know how to fight. You're supposed to be able to like barbecue provide, and you're supposed to know how to cook over. And I had to pull her to the side and go, "Can you quit taking shots (laughs) at my barbecue skills, please? I don't like what you're doing." But she goes, "But you can't do it. Everything's burnt. It's horrible." And I go, "But let's just." Easy. Put a little extra sauce on those. And, uh, I'm a comedian. I'll, I'll win. <laughs> it's funny because the the beauty of it for me is my wife, my wife's Indian, and it's so funny. Whenever people find out my wife's Indian, they go, "Oh, you must get a lot of nice Indian cooking." I'm like, "No, she can't cook." And they go, "Well, then you must cook." I'm like, "I can't cook." We go to Whole Foods, and we have a Guatemalan nanny who knows how to cook Persian. <laughs> That's, That's how awesome. we roll. And the and the and and her mother come. Actually, my mom has learned to cook. So once in a while, the mothers will bring food over. But it's great because we're both mediocre. So well, your no, mom couldn't. Your oh, mom didn't see, cook growing no up. Blasting, my mom yeah. could. I married my. You know what they say? You married the. You know, I, I married too. like my mom. You know, my mom was a pretty lady. My my wife's my wife's beautiful, and uh, she could. My wife. My mom couldn't cook. My wife can't. Cook. I mean, it was just. It was. It, it was. And once in a while, I'll tease my wife. Actually, it's funny. Like what you said, I'll tease her because she'll try to cook. So I got to give her credit for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she'll like cook something, and oh, I'll, I'll have gas. Yeah, and I'll be yeah, like, "What'd you put good. in there?" I go, "There's yeah. a lot of cabbage in there." <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I was sitting around the improv with like Kreischer and a couple other guys, and they all were ordering dinner late at the improv, and they said, "You want to get something?" I go, "No, I ate." And they all looked at me like, "Your wife." cooks and he goes do you know how many nights a week i have pizza and they were all there's like all these guys lamenting about it so i guess i really did luck out but with that comes her trying to give me the business and that's another thing we were talking about like when it comes to arguing because then i i won't take it like i won't let her maybe i guess i have established myself your wife's a misandrinist (laughs) yeah that's hilarious (laughs) like i'm complaining we can't even say the word we really are Basically, in a word way, yeah. staring at the avocado. <laughs> what do we do with it? I'm, uh, I, I'm clearly am the like. I get feisty, and if we've talked about this, me fighting with neighbors and stuff like that, and I don't like. But I just don't. Want, I feel like I don't want her to get one over on me, and I don't give in enough. And so, when it comes to arguments, a lot of the arguments I'm having are just not allowing the precedent to be set. Right. Like I won't allow. So I'll stand up for something that I should be giving in on stuff that I know Maz would give in on a million times. But if my wife, I told this story the other day was shopping. My wife comes home for anthropology or anthropology shop shows uh-huh. up. There's a women's store and six sets of curtains arrive. And I go, what was happening here? And she goes, well, I'm just going to pick the, put them all up and pick the ones I like. And then I'm going to send the other five. I don't like back. And uh. I go, what? <laughs> like I flipped out, man. I lost it. I don't know how you get upset about that. That's that's her activity. Oh my god, that's how your house ends up looking like a dollhouse. No, but then, well, first of all, first of all, did you design? Yeah. Are you into designing your? I mean, no. But this, it's it it's it's the principle of the thing that this. It, yes. What, what would you think of what would happen if you all of a sudden started like turning something into like a man cave? That well, no, I I've like, learned. No, I learned. I don't. I don't. That like I don't even like. I've told her. I said I don't have. I have no eye for design. And I don't need to like put on like like I, I had Tony Dorsett posters when I was a kid. <laughs> I don't need to put up any posters of any any. I mean, I'm cool with that. I'm saying this this is how I'm gonna. No, I I understand what he's what Al is saying. It's not about what they, I have it's to not look about at what this they look stuff like. too. And like we know at the end of the day, you're gonna make the damn decision. All right, but at least we had that. We just painted the apartment. And she she went out and was just like, yeah, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And I said, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. She goes, every time I try and get this thing going, you start slowing it down. And I was like, look, I want to live here too. 
what if you, I don't want you picking some dollhouse color and I got to sit there and look at that. And we got into this big battle and I finally just said, look, you know, what I did over, over Christmas, I got this big Patriots banner that had a, had a, a list of all their championships on it. And as a joke, I hung it on a tack in the living room. And I swear to God, she almost broke out in hives. And I, and I, and I just really just sat there going, yeah, I think it looks good. Cause you know, it's like right above the stereo. And, I, and it was always bugging me that, that there was that space on the wall. And I just totally sold it. And I oh, saw her man. face going like, how am I going to tell him that this looks absolutely horrific? Hilarious. Right? So I laughed and then I put it on the wall, but that ended up saving me because when we got in the fight about the paint, I was just like, what? And she goes, I don't know why you're making such a big deal about it. I go, you remember when I tried to hang that Patriots banner in the living room? Do you remember that moment? I go, that's what you're doing to me right now. And she's, well, that Patriots thing is stupid, right? And it's just like, well, so, you know, whatever color you're picking out here. Lilac. No, but he got angry that she had, I mean, listen, if the color, okay. if she came over, it and said, wasn't purple. about the, the actual design of the curtains. She bought. Oh, the money? So she bought six. I just see, and you're right. I probably shouldn't be. I had to pick my battles <laughs> a little bit more. But that's a good one. She, <laughs> I, I'd say that's she a bought good fight. six sets of curtains and put them up and then sent five back. And I'm worried about her time. Um, and I micromanaged. And that's her thing with yeah. me now. She's always saying, You're micromanaging me. Quit micromanaging the kids. <laughs> I like that. You know and what? I those black frame glasses, I'm kind of believing her. Yeah, totally. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying, though. That's what I'm saying is like, that's her, that's her trying to, like, like for example, you might say, whatever, hey, I'm going to go, I'm just going to go, uh, whatever. I'm going to go online for four hours. I'm going to go watch a football game for four hours. Whatever. That, whatever however, you're going to relax. I'm going to go relax this way. She's like, hey, I want to do, I'm going to take five or six, I'm going to take a look at them. As long as, if she, if, she, if Prefect came to me and said, Get in the living room. We're gonna look at six curtains together that I bought. I'd be like, "Oh man, really? I gotta do this?" Like, I mean, that—that's when I understand. But right. if she's just getting them. Like, now you should be mad it? if she's trying to keep all five and yeah. they, could, they couldn't be did, taken back. She did look at me and she goes, "Look, this is just my thing. <laughs> just let me do this." Like that. She that's goes, an entirely different argument, and I would understand that. She goes, so you know what? I take yeah. that one. I take I, that one back. Yeah. I was. Calm down by that a little bit. And then when it came to painting, we painted uh, our house, in the interior of our house just recently. And she went to Jill's Paints in Atwater Village, which is the most expensive paint store. I know that they do Benjamin Moore. It costs more than what everywhere is that? else. That's just what, what my girl picked out. I Benjamin never Moore, heard that's, of that. That's a, good, yeah. that's a good kind of paint. You want to go Benjamin Moore or Tiffany's? Paints. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like the <laughs> Tiffany's of paints. I don't know right. how they little find turquoise it. I don't know how they find it. And your kid comes up and is, with a crayon. Yeah. Yeah. No, and you can wipe it off. Really, you can't. So um, oh, okay. it's good paint, and it, you just do one coat, and you can just do the whole place. So Benjamin Moore, she goes, and put she bought at $10 a pop all little samples to put it up on the wall to look at it. So I was in 70 bucks before I even bought the actual any actual paint. And I just, I guess a lot of our fights come from money and stuff like that. But I just say, once you're in You need a business fight, manager. Ha. Ah. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> we'll be right back with uh, Minivan Man and our guest, Bill Burr. Guys, thanks for all the support. Make sure to go to Facebook and go to our page under Minivan Men and like us there. You can also find that page by going to our website, minivanmen.com, and clicking on the Facebook link. See you on Facebook.
are back. Many of the men are back. So is Bill Burr. And uh, we want to talk about injuries. Injuries to ourselves, injuries to our kids, injuries to our egos. Yeah, well, I, I, I'll tell you what. One of the things that ha- this happened, because we freak out as parents. And so the thing that happened to me was uh, 4th of July weekend. I had my three-year-old. We went out. I got him a juice. It was carrot, apple, and uh, beet juice. So it was red. Then we went swimming in the swimming pool. And he's swimming in the little kiddie pool. And there's another kid swimming. And the other kid kicks up a bunch of water, goes into my son's mouth. I'd forgotten about the juice. So my son stands up, he starts coughing, and the next thing I know, he pukes, and out comes red, look like blood. Oh, mm-hmm. no. And I start freaking out. I'm like, oh, my God, he's throwing up blood. And for it was like a few seconds of like, I'm about to grab him, and then I realized, I don't know, CPR, I don't know what to do, he's about to die, and then I was like, wait a minute, it's the beet juice. Yeah. I look in wow. the pool, and it's just like, oh, I was like, oh, it's nasty, but it was such a relief. <laughs> And so I thought about injuries, right? right? And things that we do and our kids. And you were just talking about. Oh, Louisa just, um, it, she might, and it's getting pissed at the other one. My son. <laughs> I like how the finger, I wish you guys, listeners could see how his finger goes up <laughs> I when point, he gets angry. He I point, point, he's pointing and at also, me. I'm I directly point, across I from him. I point at Chris because Chris has an older son with a younger daughter that does stuff like and that so he can relate more than right. anybody with older kids knows that my son tripped my daughter and Please. that's gonna happen to you he just stuck his foot out like a, a, a jerk and trips her she goes right into a rose bush Oy. cuts her good size i'd say inch and a half open on the top of her head oh. so then i mean it's a sunday so we can't you know you can't go to her our right. regular doctor or anything like that so we go driving over to Glendale to just an emergency care facility. And you're rushing. It's like, it's, you know what? It's like it's the scene for Kramer versus Kramer. Remember when Dustin Hoffman's got the kid and he's sprinting in New York City? He falls off a, uh, a swing. And you're just like going, right? This is everybody fire alarm. Me looking at the my son like, dude. Now, is, are you ha- look what you did. But not trying to put too much on him. Like, right. don't. It's definitely... Her, all right, here we go. All the kids. Yeah, are speaking home. of the kids, Yay. yeah, here he comes. He's the most adorable little boy. <laughs> yeah, well, you can come in and say hi. This is Dara. Say hi, Dara. Hi. Say hi hey, in the hi in the microphone. Hi. How hi, are guys. you? Do you drink beet juice? Dara, did you puke yesterday? Mm. Where? <laughs> you puked in, in the swimming pool. pool? <laughs> you remember? Where? <laughs> Sit right here. Sit right here. Where'd you Where'd you puke? I burped in the swimming pool. You just burped in the swimming pool? What color was it? I red. (laughs) (laughs) See, folks, we here at Miniman Man, we don't lie. Yeah. And then did they, because the other boy kicked water in your mouth, huh? Was it, why why did you puke? Because you drank water in the pool? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, you go, you go. (laughs) All right. See you later. (laughs) Oh, just run off. Go whack that other kid with that tennis racket. Another injury. No, I get pissed at my son. Obviously, he tripped her, and he sort of he says he didn't do it on purpose, but he did it on purpose. So anyway, we end up at the urgent care facility, which I know is going to cost me a fortune. But I just want to make sure that she's okay. I, I you know I really don't care how much it costs, obviously. And then um, the doctor, it was such a gash where I'm wincing, and you know you get you, your little baby is there and it's all jacked up with a split in its head. The doctor just goes. And we wait a good hour in an urgent care facility. Everybody in there is disgusting because they don't have insurance. So it's like uh, this, you know, 
it, it, all these weird injuries like are coming in. Yeah, it, it's, a, <laughs> it's <Immigrants>. very strange. <laughs> you know, some people are just sick. Right. So, and that's the unfortunate thing also. So, so many people without insurance are just going to go to an urgent care facility and private pay for having 104 fever. So, you can look over and see somebody. So, me and my kids, we go stand outside for a little bit. We end up making it to the doctor after an hour. And he goes, take some hair. And he goes, I'd recommend if you want to just do this Native American style and tie that together, I think that'll be fine. So, he just took a, a, some handfuls of hair on either side of a... And tied it, and you just pulled the wound together and tied it off. Was he and a Native American? It. No, Chinese guy. <laughs> uh, but uh, That's pretty sure, impressive. Yeah, it was pretty nice. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that happened. But I think when it goes to when your child is coughing up blood or when, you know, anybody's sick. I remember Lorenzo uh -huh. used to have a, had a fever once, and I was alone oh, taking care of I him. Had a, fever had a fever of 104. Now, when it gets over 103, you really have to start worrying. Wearing. So I had him in a bathtub, and I'm dumping ice cubes in the bathtub, and I'm Oh, I remember you down. telling me about this. Yeah, and I've got him in the bath, and I'm just dunking him, and he's screaming to get out of it because he's <laughs> ringing out. But it's that's what he's getting. You put cold compresses on his head. I had washcloths in Hold the freezer. He? He's like three, so he's yeah. really putting Ugh. up a yeah, good how do you, fight. How do you, like, and then you, you don't want to go the other way and give it a, 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 a hypothermia. I guess you can at that point. No, huh? you just know you really want to cool them down. So you have to get that fever down at any cost because, you know, you can't. You, right. you, so I have oh, washcloths coming in and out of the freezer that I'm soaking and putting on his forehead and eventually with Tylenol and just dunking him in a cold tub. But it's like this fight where he wants to get out and is screaming at the top of the lungs and you're putting him in the, you know, dunking him in this cold water. It makes you crazy. Like it really does. What if that's what Casey Anthony was just trying to do? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I had the same story. My daughter was uh, 11 months and she had 104 uh, degree fever. And um, she ended up having a, fe uh, I don't, I'm going to pronounce it wrong, a febrile seizure. Febrile. Febrile seizure. Febrile, right? Febrile, febrile seizure. seizure. I think. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, totally <laughs> goes numb. Oh no movement, slight breathing. She's not responding to anything. She's just, it's, it's like a I'm holding a doll. Oh. Eyes are open. She doesn't blink. It was the scariest thing in the world. There was a lady across the street who was a doctor. She Thank knew exactly God. what to do. But when I say it was frightening, like I'm crying, and my wife is like, it's, "My wife is like, it's okay. It's gonna be okay. You know the baby." Yeah. But it's crazy, and it reminds you of when, like, when, when, when we were kids and the stupid stuff we did. Right. And we don't think about it now. Of course, the the stuff that you know get a fever is not stupid. You know, it just happens. But, yeah. But, but we, we did stupid stuff that would worry our parents. Like I remember, like you know. Uh, riding a wheelie, I tried to ride a wheelie off of a off of a um, some bleachers, and you know when you with your bike, if it hits the the wheel hits the edge, and, and it'll go. You know what I'm saying? When right. you so mm -hmm. I I pulled up too late, and and my wheel caught the edge, and I just went head first, my eye right into the right into the concrete. I was knocked out for a while. I had to go and get stitches on the inside of my eye, not the oh. obviously not the ball, but on the inside. I just remember being at the hospital, my mom coming and just freaking out and crying. And you're like, Mom, we'll be okay. And she's like, My son. <laughs> and now you realize how, why they worry, but we did stupid stuff, right? I mean, you, we, you were saying. Yeah, I had four brothers growing up, and we, uh, we used to do stuff to each other. And uh, my dad's in the medical field. So when we would need stu we always had to get stitches on his day off. That's all I remember. And he'd be <laughs> like, Ah, Christ, I don't need this. And, and yeah, my brother threw me off the porch. That's how I got this one right here. 
he was swinging on a swing and I stuck him as he was coming down with a rake or something. Oh. So then, yeah, we, we I used to fight. We used to fight, fist fight. Like I would fight at least two of my brothers every single day. Fist fight. We wouldn't hit in the face. We just hit. Right. And then it'd be maybe the side of the head if you got really mad. But uh, every single day and we... Then you just do dumb things. Like one time I just picked a rock up and I threw it at my brother's head, but he was way far away. I didn't think I was going to hit him, and I hit him. <laughs> it was an unbelievable. It was like one of those half-court shots right. Yeah, yeah. right on his head, and he went down. And then we had a standard lie. We'd always say, we all kind of covered for each other. I was running through the woods and I tripped. That's what we would always say. It was clearly he got he got uh, yeah. gashed. Yeah, yeah. My brothers. Meanwhile, used to... they live in they live in Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's no woods. Yeah. My, no, bro- yeah, no. my brothers used to go into Chinatown in San Francisco, and uh, shop owners would let them buy anything. So they would buy firecrackers, but Chinese stars, oh, knives, oh my god, uh, a machete. So they'd sell him. I sold my brother Ray a machete. So they come home and they used to team up on me because I'm the oldest brother. My brother Dante looks at me and I said something to him and he had a, a real Chinese star that was sharpened. They used to sharpen this stuff yeah. and he threw it and I have a scar right above my eye oh, oh my where God. it's stuck in my forehead. Yep. My brother Ray stabbed me with a pencil right below my other eye and um, I used to do ridiculous stuff. Like I would climb it. If I got locked out of my house in San Francisco, I would hop over a couple apartment fences. I'd climb up a back gutter. I'd uh, is an old Victorian house, A-frame. Yeah. I'd climb from one side of the A-frame to the other side and then go through a bathroom window. If I saw my son doing anything like that, oh, yeah. I would kill him. Yeah. I, I, yeah. And no, parents- I, it's so funny that we're talking about this now because I just uh, tweeted, I, I just figured out why my son is so hard-headed is because I was hard-headed. And yeah. all these things that we're talking about the kids are doing, I'm like, I used to do the same thing. It's but, almost good that they're inside playing video games because the amount of times <laughs> I fell out of trees because there was nothing to do. Like, kids wouldn't even understand that. I remember one time climbing this tree. It was so high up, we could actually see the skyline in Boston, which was like a 15-minute drive away. You could actually see the skyscrapers. And I was above him climbing up the tree, and I still don't know what happened. I somehow slipped and fell. And by the grace of God, like, there was just these two branches kind of stopped me. It was almost like a little chair. And I just, it was in an instant, just like dropped like, like six feet, and all of a sudden I was below my friend. And I was too stupid to realize, like, wow, that was a good warning sound. I was like, whoa, that was crazy. They don't right back old, yeah. and just continue climbing up the tree. Parents had no idea that that ever occurred. My other brother fell out of a tree, jumped out of a tree, and he actually, there was this branch sticking up. He was impaled for like about an eighth of a second. <sighs> he looked so ridiculous. We all started laughing, and he landed on the ground. Even though he was hurt, he started laughing. Then he lifted up his shirt, and he saw that he was cut. And he saw the blood, and he started crying. And then that was the worst because you, uh, my dad used to bring us in, and we would like assist and stuff. It was hilarious. Yeah, that one was gross. Scalpel? The head, the head, no, the head didn't bug me, but that one was like there was actually like tissue, and it was. And the, your brother probably still has. No, he's got the scar. It looks like a, like a little kid tried to draw the letter capital Y wow. on his uh, on his pec. So it's crazy, man. So parents out there <laughs> expect it. Especially if you got boys, you're gonna do stupid take stuff. Take CPR. Yeah, that's another thing. Take enjoying. CPR. Oh my God, that's the one thing that when 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 my son was in the pool and that happened where he threw up and I freaked out. Then the rest of my time, I'm in the first of all, I'm in the kiddie pool the whole time, but I'm going. If anything happens, I don't know CPR, and I'm like, I'm not trained. And you start thinking to yourself, maybe I should have like, I should have my doctor friends around. All that you just you you, right. you start freaking out. 
What do you think the urine count on that kiddie pool is? Uh, I know there was a lot because I was peeing in it a lot. <laughs> I was, I was, and the funny thing, I'll tell you what's funny. I've trained, I'm potty training my son. So my three-year-old kept saying, Daddy, I got to go potty. And he would come out and want to go to the bathroom. I wanted to say, just pee right here. Yeah. But I, doing I it. I want to thank our guest, Bill Burr. Can we clap for Bill Burr for coming twice? Uh, thank you for having me, guys. Could Number you come back guys. again? Absolutely. Yeah. Why wouldn't I? I don't yeah. know if I want to come back uh, so soon. Like, like this, this last <laughs> episode was so quick. Okay, I want to give you listeners a chance to, 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 you know, out. leave them wanting more. Is, is one of the old expressions. Bill Burr, BillBurr.com? Yeah, B-U-R-R, BillBurr.com, and, uh, and uh, the Monday Morning Podcast. Like I said, don't Great. play it around your spouse or your children. Yeah, that's not well, Maybe they need to hear it. Or at work. Maybe not the yeah. kids, but maybe maybe the spouse is... is leave it out here. for your spouse. Just leave it queued up <laughs> on your... <laughs> queued up, drop it around. No. And just for oh, the I sake can't. of argument, I know I'm a moron. Okay, so... Oh, man, we love you, man. Save, save the it. emails, people. <laughs> All right. Thank Thanks, you, guys. Man. Good night. All right, folks, thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch or find out more, you can go to minivanmen.com or contact us through our websites. There's thechrisspencer.com, masjobrani.com, and almadrigal.com. We hope to hear from you. Thanks. Thanks.